0: Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest, someone that is visionary, someone who also helps realize the visions of the people he works with. But working with him, I can tell he's really passionate about what he does. So without any further ado, I'll let you introduce yourself, man.
1: Cool, man. Thanks for having me. My name is James Pereira. Most people call me JMP originally from Boston and I'm a director and for the most part I'm a director, visual director and hopefully would like to master and get good at a lot of other things, but right now that's my main focus and meeting a lot of great people right now, including yourself. Nice, nice. It was nice, great man. working with you on that little project. That was awesome. Yeah,
0: man. Do you, you remember I had that?
1: You, I had you running like crazy <laughs> up and down the block. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we
0: got to tell that story, bro. Because yeah. like, all right. So we, we worked on a a video for this brand called Issue out of Europe, and they were partnering with, I believe, Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, for the 20th anniversary of Reasonable Doubt and we did a like capsule video for them but
1: do you remember how that went yeah it was it was kind of like one of those things where i had a homie from london uh who was out in new york and he was with a good friend of his and actually the one of the first times i went out to london i had met the guy from issue and it was pretty interesting because he was at a party and it was a promo and it was like yo (laughs) check this out take a picture of me and it's like you know an invisibility scarf so it was like a cool in the party situation but then he came out here kind of asked for like a favor to get this going because this Jay-Z pop-up was happening and it was kind of all last second. Yeah. And uh, you know, I had my producer, Ben, help me out with that. And then he called you up and was like, yo, I got my guy (laughs) Taj, good looking dude. He's gonna get everything done, super easy to work with. And that's exactly what it was. And we got the job done and it was a really cool promo. And it was cool. They had it playing on the videos, the pop-up. And yeah. I think it was pretty successful. And it was, yeah, all, was, around, all around was great.
0: Yeah, it was so fun because literally, like you said it, like I was literally running around Brooklyn, like through Marcy Projects, like yeah. in the middle of the night. In
1: front of the chicken spot that <laughs> right. would go to. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It was so much fun. And just to be able to like play ball for a little bit. And I just got to give you props on your, your editing, man. Because like Appreciate you it. edited that crazy. And Thank pretty you, fast too, man. So Thank like, you, bro. And, and that's one thing I noticed too, is like just in working with you, like the level of professionalism that you have and also just like the amount of fun you're having doing it you're not just like working on a project to work on it's like you actually enjoy what you're doing yeah. and that comes across man and like for me like i, I noticed that even with people we are working with you know shout out to ben as well ben yeah. it comes from you it's just natural like you're very a-, a very energetic and positive person and you have passion man that's something that really comes across in what you do man Definitely. yeah i
1: appreciate it and like lately i don't know after project after project you realize when you're on set You know, you got to have fun with it. Like if the people you're working with aren't like having fun with you and aren't on the same page and the same energy level, passion wise, it's not going to sell across the point that you're trying to get. As a director, I'm trying to have my vision put across and I have all these extra creatives around me kind of there just to be like, hey, what do you need? And I need to be there with them. I, I need to exude the same energy and the same positivity or else they're not going to give it back. So yeah. lately I've been working with amazing people. Right. I have no complaints. And yeah. like, I yeah. just, yeah, just going to keep it pushing.
0: Yeah, man. And, and it's like, it, it's so, it sounds so good to hear that, you know, because, you know, for, for a lot of people, they, they may not have that experience working with somebody who's just as passionate about their work. You know, they'll just be working with someone who's just cold and just says, all right, do this, do that. And that's it. But, like, you really want to see, like, a vision come through the work that you present because it's, it's your name's attached to it as well, you know? Yeah. So, like, it, it comes across in the finished product as well, man, for sure.
1: Yeah, and, you know when people start off you know you can't just automatically demand like hey i want my vision to come across right now you obviously have to work on it and see how you work with other people and i don't know i still like to be able to like you know work with an artist or whatever and see what their vision is and try to make their vision come to life because then sometimes you know they'll be like hey like let's see what you can bring to the table but this is these are the few things that i really want and then i can kind of create my own storyline in my own world and it's really cool like that and then i also have other times where someone's coming to me and they're like hey i trust your vision I do this, that's your job. Do something amazing. I trust you. And yeah. then and then I can thrive in that realm too. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So Definitely. there's like so many different projects that have been coming and it's really just like going from your gut. Yeah. Like if you feel like this is something that's going to pop And you like it genuinely yourself. It's kind of, you just, if you run with it from there, you can really, really come up with great stuff. And it's usually like spur of the moment stuff that you wouldn't even realize. It's finding like value and opportunity. You know Mm. what I mean? Absolutely. And there's a fine line with all of that. You know, this is like a creative industry, but also a lot of people are making money off of it. So being passionate and also finding the professionalism in it too is like this huge like washer machine that I'm Mm. getting tossed around in right now, but I'm learning so much, especially in New York.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So for those who don't know, can you just, like, name some of the people that you've collaborated with?
1: In general? Just in Um, general, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I I work um, with two business partners, um, Joey Zella and Galen Foley, and they're both phenomenal other directors. Shout
0: out to Joey, man.
1: (laughs) And, like, um, and they both direct, DP, and edit, and they're phenomenal partners. And we've worked with a lot of companies and commercial projects, and I've worked with a lot of musicians and a lot of rappers and... For the most part, I think we've done a lot of cool work with like Only and Why. We did a short film documentary with Alicia Keys, which was a phenomenal experience. Yeah, that was amazing. We did a lot of cool stuff with Nike, which was pretty fun because we got to work with a lot of cool professional athletes and the guys at Nike are just really cool. And from the music side of things, I mean, rap was always like music that i just listened to i produced as a you know as a hobby younger oh, on earlier like, yeah yeah like that. a
0: producer name well was going on I mean, I, well
1: it, it was jmp jmp stuck and it kind of just like um went through all the different um phases of you know different creative outputs it was you know i was producing at first and then i was an engineer for eight years i mixed wow. and mastered a lot of yeah. artists out of boston i worked with you know i've worked with Stiz, replay christmas og like yeah. everyone from boston that's doing their thing right now mm. i've worked with them in some way shape or form we're all really good friends and we've all like it's a super super supportive area to come mm. from mm. so like right now people whoever's listening to this from wherever <laughs> around the world they might not not know about boston but mm. like boston's gonna be huge in the next you know two three years it's gonna be booming yeah, yeah. It's gonna be booming so like I, I'm happy to be from Boston and like to push a small movement forward and hopefully I'm inspiring other, you know, visual creatives to kind of just get their own jig going, you know what I mean? Yeah, Matt. So so you're from Boston, right? Yeah, I'm from Boston. Nice. Yeah.
0: And, and where about you were telling me?
1: So like I still got the subway in my town. Like mm-hmm. Oak Grove is like the the area, the the subway, but I'm from Melrose originally. So yeah. it's like 15 minutes north of Boston. And then I lived in Roxbury for like about a year and a half. Nice. So nice. so what was that like growing up there? It was cool. It was really nice, like, suburban come up. I mean, I went to public school until eighth grade, and then I went to private school, all-boys school, like, 25 minutes from home, Mm. Um, and that was awesome. I don't regret a thing. It was super competitive, and I got to make a lot of great relationships, learn what I like about myself, learn what I don't like about myself, and kind of just grow. So, it was was a music thing from the jump, and, you know, going to school with a bunch of guys, I got to, like, really learn a lot about myself, and I kind of, like, progressed, and I played trumpet and learned what Mm. I wanted to do, and finally landed on visuals, you know what I mean? So. Nice,
0: nice. And was it, like, a difficult... Uh, well, not even a difficult... Was it a natural transition to move from, like, the production side of things, like, even just more music-based to, like, visuals? Like, what got you into, like, visuals?
1: I mean, I think... I think so. I think it was as genuine as as it was going to get. Like, I really, really loved music. I played trumpet from fourth grade on. So Mm -hmm. I love jazz. I listened Mm -hmm. to Dizzy Gillespie, like every jazz person, John Coltrane, Louis Armstrong, Billie Holiday. Like, that's that's my gang. You know what I mean? I wake up every day and that's all I listen to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So from that progression of jazz music and wanting to record my own music and just make my own self and express my own self, kind of progressed into just like, all right, how am I going to record myself? So I became an engineer. And then from there on, I started working with other artists and these other artists they needed visuals eventually so you know four or five years go on sitting in a studio all day kind of gets tiring just for me because I ro- I really wanted to explore man I wanted to meet new people I was I was in my mother's basement at that point I just graduated college it was like the six months after college yeah. where I'm trying to find a job so I was like yeah. I need to get out of here yeah. man yeah but it was great my parents really supported me and they gave me all the resources that I need and like in the sense where like they kind of were just like hey you really want to do this you know recording thing cool you can have have this space in the basement to set up and do whatever you want and you can be loud until this certain time and they were they were supportive of that mm. you know they weren't not understanding it was it was hip hop. So it's tough. You have like an older generation of parents who are not super understanding of like someone coming over and screaming all this, all these swear words and <laughs> yeah,
0: com- the base. Of yeah. And not understanding
1: yeah. where this is going to take me. But, you know, I learned a lot from it. I worked with a lot of local artists and a lot of those local artists are doing their thing now. And like my parents have seen that, that progression. And now it's been like a great transition because I have this amazing connection with my family and they actually understand what I do. Mm-hmm. But it takes time. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it's like, I I really did it because I felt it. And it was, you know, I I got the support that I needed and anyone can find that if they really push what they want, they want to do.
0: That's major, man. And, And like, just from hearing that, it sounds like you were a natural connector. You were working with different people and you were seeing how, like seeing how things basically connected and how you can like create art and create projects through those connections. And yeah. you were, like, just naturally doing that, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to throw this back a little bit. <laughs> one of the first artists that I really, really worked with super intensely was this dude named Dylan Cooper. He was my best friend for a long time. And mm-hmm. he was, like, this small little swaggy dude with, like, <laughs> the biggest heart, so much swag, and, like, he, yeah. like, had bars. He had bars, man. Yeah. And he was phenomenal at playing guitar. And he got the the Sean Carter scholarship to to Berkeley. Oh,
0: wow. wow. Yeah, and yeah. I met
1: him, and he came over one day and, like, it was like, yeah, I never really rapped before. And I rec- recorded like his first few songs. <laughs> yeah. And from there, it was kind of just like, yo, let's, let's do this together. So he kind of like did his thing and some songs popped off. And then he ended up going on tour in Germany with Wu-Tang Clan. And I was like a junior in college at this point. What? And what? I'm like barely touched the camera and I was still engineering and like doing all of his photography and you know whatever yeah and he was like bro you're coming to Germany
0: wow and yeah. I'm like shoot
1: <laughs> I gotta finish my finals yeah, up yeah. I, I gotta get I gotta get this situated right, so right, right. that's exactly what happened I got all my work done not I dipped mm. and I went to to Europe with him and I bought myself a t3i and that was the start of the video side of things and I, yeah. he was like yo you gotta capture this man mm. like you're coming with me it's like me him and the dj The DJ. And it was like, shout out Austin Mills. That was, uh, Austin Mills is doing his thing. We went out there together. Like, you know, we're all young dudes. And now we're all doing our own thing. It was just cool. So I started doing videos. And that was just like a new passion. I fell in love with it. Capturing visuals moving stills it was it was a whole different world Mm. to me
0: yeah man um what was what was it like going to germany like that experience just sort of recording on the fly and like learning as you go
1: yeah well first off it was cool just having like a best friend walking around in germany from brooklyn having like small little german girls running up to him being like dylan (laughs) cooper it was amazing you know it was it made the world tiny to me Mm. it made the world absolutely small it made me feel like anything was possible yeah and if anyone else has gone to Europe recently they probably had that realization Mm -hmm. get travel yeah Get Definitely. the hell out from where you're from. Meet that's new true. people. Yeah. Because people who stay in local areas, it's not a bad thing. If you're thriving in your local area, do it. But make sure you're doing it on a, on a big scale and you're affecting as many people as you can. Yeah. And meeting as many people as you can. Because there's different types of people all around the world. And that's what's going to affect your creativity mm. and your drive and what you actually want to focus on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so many people overseas that you can work with on stuff. It's insane. You know, just staying in one place. You know? It's insane. Yeah. Like yeah. I, did a,
1: I did a Euro trip with my, my girlfriend and we did... Thirty days. She did two weeks, and I did thirty days, and I hit Paris, Amsterdam, Italy, Portugal, London. It, it was it was tremendous, and yeah. I got to meet so many people, and it was also awesome because you know I had met someone on the street weeks before mm. my friend um, Sylvan, mm. phenomenal photographer from Paris, yeah. And I went out there, and he just held me down. He wow. he took care of me, brought me to the best clubs, showed me to the, all the best people, the the coolest models, yeah. everyone, yeah, and like just having that experience and someone from that home place being like, yo, I'm going to take care of you and give you that full local... It, it yeah. made me realize literally like you can't just stay where you are because you can travel somewhere else and be good and be making money there and be creative and have different juices mm. and find new things about yourself that you would never really find. And that's yeah. that's what I'm, I'm going through right now. I'm realizing so much every single day mm. and it's affecting my work yeah. directly. Yeah. you know, Yeah,
0: man. I, and I could tell like in just doing that, like I've also traveled as well. It's like you... You just you become a different person. You grow. You know, in a in such a different way. You know, you're you're able to say, you know what, like there's so many, like you said, possibilities. You're not just limited to one form of expression. You're not just limited to working with one type of artist. You're like, wait, like I can do this and I can also do that and I can be great at both. You know, I think sometimes when somebody is really good at one thing, they just tend to stay in that lane. But for you, it sounds like you are trying to find out how great you can be at multiple things
1: yeah i mean it's tough because like you know my dad always told me like being a jack of all trades is good to an extent Mm. you know you're never going to master one thing if you're just trying to be the jack of all trades Mm. however i'm a firm believer that if you do want to master one thing like if you want to be a director you have to understand all the other jobs on set you have to know what a dp is doing a director of photography you need to understand what the lighting is going to be like to someone who's controlling the audio you need to understand all the jobs so that you actually know what the final vision is going to look like because if you don't know what everyone's experience is like you don't know what they're actually going to bring to the table yeah so you would need to dabble in a little bit of everything to get to that master you know sensibility yeah, you know what i mean you yeah. need it to be able to be like hey i really I really know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. here you know what Mm -hmm. I mean you need to have that experience on multiple senses doesn't need doesn't need to be you know I'm a master at all these things so I know what's good you know like you just need to dabble and like have an understanding of terms know what the lingo is and just know how to do something the right way you know and get get the job done
0: yeah yeah and and I think that's a great point that you're making because I think some people see like someone like yourself or or someone else who's like really good at what they do And they think, oh, they must have just done that one thing the entire time, and they just ended up being amazing at the end of the day. But it really is like finding your way through things and learning. Yeah, it
1: it takes, you know, I mean, like, I'm 25 right now. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. Like I've had people ask, you know, younger kids who are like 16, 17, How old were you when you <laughs> did this? How old were you when you got this? Like How it's old a formula,
0: were you? like yeah, like yeah. To, to
1: like, and they're using it as like, yo, I want to be at this point by that like time, basing oh, my life or on else your I'm, life. or else I'm moving slow. Mm. And it's like, mm. I don't know. I got really mad, mm. really, really mad because one of the one of these kids did that to me, and I was like, yo, man, don't base yourself off of someone else's creative points because. I might have taken certain time to get to this point to find that route, but like you could go a different route and become a master at a different thing in a shorter mirror. You know what I mean? It's so different and you don't want to limit it to my experiences because I made decisions in my life that my, may have hindered me, mm. that may have taken me longer. So don't like, because then people start making excuses like, oh, I've still got three years to get my shit together. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. no. Nah, nah. right that's, that's not that, that's then. not how it works yeah, yeah that's not how it works so true, so and, true. I, and and you should never base your progress off of someone else's progress because you will limit yourself in mm-hmm. the end hundred percent
0: yeah I, I tell people all the time like comparison is like the worst thing you can do yeah like it, it takes it, it sucks the joy out of it too like it, you're it just does. like you're, you're constantly comparing your work your results to someone else you get nowhere doing that you right. know, for sure but
1: having a genuine understanding of comparability like you know like oh that's cool I can appreciate you know, yeah, it yeah, yeah appreciation is so different and support mm. is so different but when you throw something in a box it's like you kind of just like might as well end the conversation yes it's like about, yeah you definitely know, definitely where you're going with it
0: yeah so for you like what has it been like like for someone who's like a young whether it's a videographer or a photographer what has been like your experience like in terms of like taking those steps for you like has it been like, a difficult road to get there. Like, like you don't just end up working with a bunch of people out of nowhere. Like, those relationships had to have been built. For you, what was that process like in just finding your way through this industry?
1: I mean, from... I mean, I could... <laughs> Do you want me to like go in, bro? From from the jump, I <laughs> yeah. kind of. I mean, from the basics of it, you want to be able to do something great from the jump. You know what I mean? Everyone does. They want to buy a camera. They go out. They want to shoot flames.
0: The, the best thing possible, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you know what? My first shoot, you might do it, and you'll be like, "Yo, this is flames." But then you go back to that six months later, and you're going to see how much you progress. But like, <laughs> true, when true, you start true. off, it's like, you know, as a videographer, photographer, I think this applies to both. You know, find some local talent. Find people that you genuinely actually like, not just a friend that's doing it and you're supporting them. That's cool. And you should support your friends. But there's like, you know, there's a line where it's like, if you're trying to better your craft and your brand and your name, genuinely find something that you can appreciate, whether it's a musician, a local business storefront, an athlete that's running training for a marathon. Find, find a way to tell a story or do something and find a trade-off. You know, like if if it's a if it's a rapper or whatever and they don't have, you know, the money to be paying your budget, you do it for free the first time or whatever. And then tell them that they have to tell everybody else they paid you five grand, ten grand, thousand dollars, whatever you're you know what I mean? So that there's a genuine understanding. If someone else asks you and they saw that good video that you put a ton of time into and didn't get any money for, it's got to pay off some way. So whoever's on the other end needs to be like, hey, you like that video? My videographer, he did that. You like that picture? My mm. my photographer, he took that, but that's why I'm broke right now because mm. I had to pay him his rate. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can a hundred percent back that my homie from Boston Replay Hefe mm. Replay. Mm. He did that for me, a hundred percent. He held me down. He introduced me to everyone in Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattap. He introduced me to everyone and, and showed me what it was like. What was actually good. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. So like. Having someone like that that you can build with, like replay is like one of those friends of mine that I'll always, always have a genuine relationship with. And he's just always honest with me, always honest with me. Yeah. And we can always be real with each other. And and it's like a good friend is someone that you know you can progress, go um, two months and then connect and be like, know that everything is good because we're both getting to it right yeah, now. I know yeah. he's getting to it, I'm getting to it, and we both are not stopping. Yeah. We yeah. want to. We both want to have mansions and Bugattis next to each right, other. You know what right. I mean? So that's where it starts. And then from mm. there, once you start building a small clientele, you know, get something official down, you know, start charging 50% up front and make, making sure that you're getting paid. And if it's not something that you want to be getting paid for, and you're just working on your creative, just just make sure people are coming to the table with what they actually do. Get stylists to be involved. Empower other people. Mm. That's how you can actually build and get to the level that you want to do you have to be able to give something that you have as a value and empower someone else that may not have that somewhere that they can learn it might take you one shoot to teach someone something but from that shoot on you have someone who's always going to be able to help you do whatever it is help set something up or do a follow focus or hold the bounce light. Mm. Someone's going to appreciate that because then they're going to learn from that and they're going to do it themselves and you're going to be the OG that empowered them. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a conversation that I have with all my friends. And we're always like, yo, the youth, Mm. the youth, because the youth is the future. Mm. If you're not involved with the youth and you're not empowering young people, you're going to be dust. You're gone. Mm. You're not relevant. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why Gucci, like certain people are around. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they are empowering those younger people and those younger people can't do anything but pay respect because they started those things yeah that ethic that mindset you know what i mean so you can't take that away from them right
0: right it's true and and i think that you have to like in that there has to be a place of security because it comes like from a place of insecurity when you're just like oh i'm just going to hold all my connections all my work i'm not going to power anyone around me right but when you're secure in your work and what you do you're you want to help as many people as possible right. you know you want to give people the opportunity even if it's not financial you're like yo This experience is going to pay off Much more than just a quick check Right You know like this experience And these connections Are going to put you in places And in rooms with people That can actually benefit Your work
1: Right You know Yeah and then from there It was kind of just like all right, I've been in Boston Mm. You know what I mean I, I I need to get out of here bro Yeah This is what I'm thinking in my head And I'm listening to all these like artists from all around the country i'm listening to father mm-hmm. and like this is mm-hmm. when i'm on some super laid back like i want to do something with genuine people that don't care about what other people think mm-hmm. and awful records was that group
0: yeah shout out to them Definitely. Shout out
1: awful records because yeah. like at that point in time i didn't know any of them i just loved all their music mm-hmm. i thought it was like from ethereal's production which was crazy all the way down to like average just like Killing every track vocally. Shout out to Awful Records,
0: uh, Father,
1: Abra. Shout out to the whole crew. Rich Post Slim, everybody. <laughs> ethereal, Stalin. Man, that whole group is crazy. Um, so, Awful Records. I was in Boston. I, I had to get out. Mm. I moved to Brooklyn. Mm. First day in Brooklyn. Legit. Rich Post Slim. He was mm. in New York. In the city. And he had a song with Father. And I really wanted to shoot it. Mm. So I hit him up. It was kind of like one of those things where we like talked through it, and father was like, Yeah, man, like, I'm not really trying to do this video. Like, (laughs) day of this is kind of crazy. Right. He was like, But Rich Poe, he needs a video. You should do one with him. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm out there with my whole team. Like, this is my first shoot with Joey Mm. under the main idea. Like, this is my first rap client music ever, you know? So, like, this is the lights on me right now. I just become a partner at this company and I have to do something cool. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Yo, man. Joey, we're gonna get our first you know thing on complex. And like I'm gonna get a premiere with this guarantee. And like Rich Poe is telling me, like, yo, bro, I got you on my life. I'm gonna get it on complex. <laughs> so, first day I'm moving into the apartment. I literally rented lights, set up lights on the first floor, second floor, and we did a one-take video. It's called Sonnet One. This is one of my most legendary random videos. Rich Poe slim. He you can ask the man himself. He came through and he took four bars, five (laughs) bars, whatever. And he was off the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the video, it starts off in my bathroom and I'm on the fourth floor and I'm two floors up to Mm. the rooftop. Mm. And there's like 17 people on the rooftop waiting. And it's a one take shot. So we start from my bathroom. Go into the hallway, go up the two flights of staircases, and then end up at the picnic table with all these people. Yeah. And he's off of four bars, and he's wearing slides, <laughs> yeah. walking backwards, performing up wow. the stairs. What? So this was one of the craziest experiences ever because, yeah. like, you know, we did two, three takes, and like we had this, And I'm like, Rich Po, you gotta give me this, you gotta give me this experience, man. You mm. gotta give me this performance. And he's so off the shits. The fourth time we press action, he's like asleep in the toilet. What? Like, he's knocked out. So I pull <laughs> him out the toilet, and I, like, shake him up a little bit. And I was like, yo, bro, you're making me look bad. I need this right now, or I'm packing my shit up, and we're out of here, bro. Mm. There's 15 people upstairs, look like, waiting for you. And you're going to make a fool out of yourself. Mm-hmm. And he, like, woke up right there. He was still fucked up, mm-hmm. but he woke up right there, and he did it. And he walked up the stairs backwards, fell a bunch of times, but that was it. If you watch that video, that was the fourth take. Rich Poe is off the shits. Pulled him out the toilet and we did that. And like, from there on, I got the premiere on Complex. Mm. And I was like, Rich Poe, you kept your word. And he introduced me to everyone from off from there. Mm. It was like, he literally was like, yo, y'all got to shoot with JMP. Y'all got to shoot with JMP. Y'all got to shoot with JMP. And Rich Poe, to this day, literally, holds me down in any scenario. Wow. Shout out Rich Poe. That's that it's guy. He's like my favorite uncle. You know what I mean? <laughs> who's yeah. also my brother, who's also my man. You know wow. what I mean? He's my wow. guy. That's real. So like, from there, I was just like, I want to work with the rest of Awful. And then it was kind of just like, Art Basel came around and I was like, yo, I really, really want to work with Abra. Mm-hmm. Snuck into this ASAP party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I land on the other side of this huge wall and Abra's there. And I was like, yo, shit. She turns around, she was mad startled. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Abra, I really would love to shoot a video with you. And she was like super confused. And I told her, I was like, no, I, sh- I just shot the video with Rich Poe. And she was like, wait, 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 take a step back. What the <laughs> hell? Where did you just come from? <laughs> yeah, Like this was a, like, you know what I mean? Like right, some dude pull comes out of you. nowhere yeah, yeah. and just confronts you. So we ended up talking a little bit and she was like, yo, I only have two hours the next day to shoot. I don't know if I can shoot. And I was like, come through, I'm staying in a beautiful spot. And I was staying at my friend's apartment, my friend Marshall Kennedy. Shout out Marshall Kennedy and my friend Jake Domos. We shot there in two hours and she Mm -hmm. came over, didn't even tell me what song we were shooting. And that was for the song Fruit. Wow. Wow. So that was like in that apartment. We shot that in two hours and then she hopped on her flight. Yeah. And it was crazy because I also met Dang that day, Mm -hmm. who's one of my best friends now. Shout out to him. Shout out Dang. Yeah. And he pulled through and it was just like a magical video. The vibes were right. Energy was right. Abra's beautiful. She's so talented like it was a stormy day the wind was coming through we didn't have anything we had Mm -hmm. no lights like it was me my camera aber and dang and that video was like five and a half minutes and i just had to finesse it yeah and to this day that's still one of my favorite videos i've ever shot just because like it was kind of like a dream you know i I remember that day as a dream state you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it was it was a crazy crazy situation and you know, from there, it's kind of progressed. I've worked with a lot of people in, in Awful Records. I've done numerous videos with Father. You know what I mean? I've done a couple with Abra, Key Charles, Space like that whole squad. It's like, yeah. that's family. So like from there, it's kind of just progressed and they, they kind of held me down. And I got to meet tons of artists through there. I met Cardi through there. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just been growing and yeah. it's just been nonstop. So, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just literally taking that, taking that step. To literally be like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna work with these guys because I mess with them. And I went to I went to Atlanta and I slept on the floor for a yeah. week, mm-hmm. and I shot like five videos wow. in one week. You know what I mean? Like, so it's really what it was. It's like finding the time to bust your balls, put the energy and effort in, and try to get something out of it. You know, make sure you're on the same page as everyone, so that they know your time is valued, and you're not just doing this on some. Hey, I want some. I'm a fanboy, and it's I here, yeah. and I just want to do this because you guys are awesome. It's like, nah, I like your work. Do you like my work? Do you want to do something great together? Let's respect each other. Mm. Let's do this together. Let's get this check. Yeah, that's it. And once that understanding is there, you're good. Yeah, yeah, man. Because this is a weird industry. You're going to be friends with everybody, but this is also a business, man. And if you don't understand that, you're going to get lost in the sauce so quick. Yeah. Yeah, So quick. Mm. You know? So, I don't know, man. It's about just keeping your head on straight and being transparent with people. Mm. Don't be fugazi. Don't be like... Sidelining, be upfront about everything. Don't do something and then expect something after. In this industry, never do that. Upfront about everything creative. You can never, ever, ever do something and be like, yo, can you toss me some bread? Mm. Like, no. If you're going to shoot with someone, be like, yo, cover my film and throw me 100. Oh, you can't do that? Fine. And then come to an understanding. But don't do it after. Yeah. And I've seen so many people do that and ruin relationships because of that. So yeah. it's like, I could I could go off in so many tangents. No, this man. Is, you I'm, know.
0: I'm hearing you, man, on everything. And you're, you're talking the truth, man, because before you even got to this point where you were sort of working in this world like that, you sort of just had the, the passion to do it. You didn't necessarily say, oh, it's going to end up like this. Like you, it just sort of naturally progressed that way for you. Am I right in saying that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was like, my mom was like, yo, James, you got to keep looking. Like, did you send any applications out today? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like everyone's around me is busting my balls to get this job. Like social media manager in White Plains, New York. What? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Might as well sign up for knitting classes and like (laughs) be 80 years old. Mm -hmm. Might as well retire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Life has started now. I wanted to get it. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, mom? Like, I'm just going to keep staying at home. and I'm going to bust these music videos out. And then I started stacking guap. Yeah. That's really what it and was. I was up. like, yo, I'm going to start charging for videos. And then I started saving up money. My parents started seeing it. And I was like, hey, I'm going to get out of here. And I moved out.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I
1: was like, I have enough money to get an apartment somewhere else and make this move and do this myself. And that's really what it come, came down to. I was like, can I sufficient, like, be sufficient enough by myself doing this visual stuff just to be able to pay the bills and eat food that's it and that's really what it was and to this day it's pretty much the same thing and I've s- consistently been investing everything I've made into my camera gear mm-hmm. I have a red camera now not, not a lot of people at 25 can say they have a red camera yeah you know what I mean yeah. like paid off mm-hmm. not paying it off like I, I have it paid off like I took my bands out split it with my partners and we made that investment I'm still driving, driving around in my Honda Accord with no hubcaps yeah you know what I mean? I feel that, man. Feel so that. it's like, it really, like, it's what you want to put your time and effort into. You know what I mean? It's really what it comes down to what you want to be putting in and where you want to get it out. Yeah, man, one thing that you you mentioned that I think is, like, really important, you alluded to, like,
0: and this is all respect to people with, like, normal, like, nine to five jobs, like, who, you know, just go to work, collect a check every day. But, like, for people like us, like, I couldn't live like that. Like, that's not, like, I don't feel like I'm reaching my full potential just like living my life um, waiting for somebody to give me something like I have to go out and get it like I can't just wait for structured traditional job to sort of provide my life for me I want to provide my life for myself you know and I feel like you, you sort of embody that as well it's like you're creating the life you want for yourself
1: yeah and it's like I mean it's ultimately a decision a lifestyle decision like do you want to be not knowing where your next check is all the time and making that investment and trust do You do you trust yourself that you're going to get that every day mm. and get up and always be in grind mode and there's nothing wrong with nine to five because, like, I know a bunch of my friends who are nine to fivers, yeah. and they yeah. do that because they want to take that money that they make and do something that they absolutely love with it, and get mm-hmm. those experiences. Like, for instance, like to become a professional scuba diver and make a pro- like a, a career off of it. It's tough to make that that risk and, and then still be able to live the the way you want to live and have the fam- be able to have a family and a nice house. So like for instance one of my best friends, he works a 9 to 5, makes good money, definitely likes what he does. It's not like a super boring job, but mm-hmm. he loves scuba diving. Mm. And he's, about, he's in Mexico right now, just left, spent like eight grand on the scuba diving trip. He's scuba diving every day. Yeah. And he's certified, he's a master diver, and this just happened in the past year. Wow. And he didn't know he even liked that a year ago. Yeah. Because a year ago, we had a conversation. He was like, I can't do this nine to five. He quit it for eight months. He took all of his savings and he went and traveled the world, mm. traveled to all of Asia. Best thing he ever could have done, because now he's got a hobby that he loves forever. And that's what he's working for. Yeah. He goes in every day, nine to five. And then he gets out and he's looking at scuba gear that he can be buying, mm. that he can be investing in and then going so he can go on that trip to that next tropical place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that's that's beautiful. That's mm. a that's a beautiful life. You know what I mean? You're He's working so that he can literally get those experiences. And my experiences are something that I want to create so I can rewatch it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's it's a lifestyle decision. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, I, I'm at a place right now where it's like I have a company and I've got lucky enough where we can have a steady enough income that I can kind of we, we've created salaries for each other yeah. so that there is more of a consistency. But it's like it's interesting because it's like, you know, there's trust between three people that we're all putting in the same amount of effort. And we're, all bring, we're making sure that we're all bringing in the money. You know what I mean? Whether I bring in the big client or someone else brings in the big client, we're sharing equally. Because, you know, next year I may, might be doing great. Someone else might be in the low. And this year my, I might be doing bad and someone's holding me down and helping me pay my bills. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that's important. You know, in this industry, creative, you need to have a team in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because, like doing something great takes more than one person for the mm-hmm. most part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Even even being a painter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you want to be a great painter, you need someone else to put your art somewhere to get the right people to see it. Mm. It might be a great piece of art, but if you want to have that impact, and that's really what it comes down to, mm. you know what I mean? We're talking about making great art and then also being impactful and affecting other people. Mm. You know what I mean? That's it. Like, that's a huge, a stepping stone, but it's like, not a lot of people put those things together, but I think they're all intertwined. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And what's the name of your, your company, just so people know?
1: The Main Idea. The Main Idea. Yeah, so we we have offices up in Vermont, and me and Ben are out in New York. So we're kind of, you know, traveling the world, doing what we can, and working with whoever we can, anyone that's got great stuff, you know?
0: Nice. Yeah, shout out to Ben as well, man. Yeah, but but yeah, I, I really see, like, you guys, like, really making, like, real moves. And it's, it's not even in a sense of, like, just creating a company just to say that you have one it's like you guys are really about like yeah creating amazing content you know and it, it's clear in every project that I've seen it's like really high quality work man like for you how important is that in terms of like having the best quality work represent
1: you I mean it's huge man that's that's my name mm. you know what I mean that's my name that's, that's one of those things like you said earlier like when I pull up yeah it might be someone else's song but it's like that's my music video i'm doing that that's my creation you might be in it as the main dude in it depending on how much energy you put into it you know what i mean like certain people like for instance like denzel curry you know what i mean i do a video with him we did a video it's super easy to shoot with denzel because he's high energy he brings it to the table you know what i mean? And. I think the video looks great because we were both able i was able to focus on what i did and i didn't have to tell him to do much Mm. because i could focus on my vision you know what i mean yeah yeah. so it's like i really do care about quality and it's about having everyone around you you know what i mean so like when i can work with someone and they can have the resources to provide me with everything that i need to make something great i'm a hundred a million percent getting that project the way it needs to be done because I, i have no excuses and i have everything i need And there's also other times where it's like, you know, I don't have the resources, but it's there's something great there and I need to make it work. And you just got to bootstrap it and being creative. That's part of it.
0: That is yeah.
1: doing something great with nothing. You know what I mean? And like, that's why having a producer and having a team and, you know, having a company, not just to have a company, but like to do it because people take you more seriously. You know what I mean? When you have something on paper and you have an LLC, it's tied to the government. Like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? You, like, you send out an invoice, it's on paper. You can take someone to court if you want. But You call someone on the phone and so say you they owe you 800 bucks. That's not going nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, that goes up to a certain point. You know what I mean? And if you really want to be doing high quality stuff and be making great stuff, you need to be getting good budgets mm-hmm. That's for cool. the most part. But now, luckily, I've invested... From doing so much content that I've invested back into my gear, and I can shoot great content now at the level that I'm happy with, without having to pay anyone or having having to rent stuff, because I've made those investments and I put that time in. Invest it into yourself. Yeah, but it takes the time and effort to get to that. I want to be able to make sure that when I'm like going out and doing something, you know, I I'm not limited because of my gear. Hmm. You know, I can go, but then but then again, I've been shooting so much film lately with a three dollar point and shoot camera. Wow. All my my whole Instagram is literally from a three dollar point and shoot camera, film. You know what I mean, and that and that also changed my whole world too. You know what I mean. I kind of got back into photography and film. Just was just like just a whole new experience because you're so specific about your shot. It's like a dollar shot. You know what I mean. You're so specific. You you get really really good at capturing exactly what you want, and it's like I don't know. It's it's an amazing tool to grasp onto as any vision person. You know what I mean. If you're a visual. In any way, from drawing to anything, it's really great from perspective. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you can go out. My friend Henry, he goes out and he snaps pictures, and then he goes back and he draws and he paints them and he pastels on canvas, and it's and it's phenomenal. You know yeah. what I mean? So just yeah. being a visual, like film, is like an amazing thing to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's also teaching me patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know? yeah.
0: Like, yeah. What are some of the big differences for you between like the video world and ph- the photography world?
1: So photography is a lot more. I mean, I guess it could go both ways, mm. but now photography, for me, it's like, it's allowing me to still be run and gun yeah. and have fun with it mm. and still be getting great content that I'm happy with without it being overwhelming. Mm. Because right now, I think I've gotten to a certain point where it's like, I want to deliver a certain product that looks a certain way visually when it's a video. Right. You know what I mean? I want to be shooting with my team. I want to have certain gear. And, I, you know, and I want to make sure it's to the right stuff. Photos-wise, it's like, I get to meet new people. I get to work with faces that no one may know. And I get to introduce new people to the world and kind of just express myself in a different way. So it's very different for me now, but it allows me to have the two levels. And I think that's like kind of like the 9 to 5 thing. You have your 9 to 5, but then you have your breakaway. Mm -hmm. Like, I love video. I'm super, super, super blessed that I love my job. Mm -hmm. Not many people can say that. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I love doing video. But... Photography is fun in a different way. Like when I'm on set, you see me sweating. I'm in beast mode. You talk to me. I'm aggressive. I am in director mode. I am yeah. director JMP on set. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I am doing it. No one's getting in my way. I'm getting the job done because I'm getting it done for the client, you know? And it's my name on the line. Mm-hmm. When I'm a director, I, I'm the guy that gets blamed if it doesn't go through.
0: Yeah. No one else.
1: No one else. Other people aren't getting paid if I, I don't do my job. So it's like there's a lot more stress, but I love it, you know? But f- photography is my breakaway. It's my. It's my freedom of expression to do whatever I want without anyone judging and holding nothing to me because it's for no one. No one's paying me. I'm paying for the film. I'm picking the models. I'm doing most of it. And it's just like there's just no one holding me back from that. You know what I mean? So it's allowing me to, like, go in a direction that I don't have control of, Mm. which I like. Exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. And I need that excitement because I kind of know the direction of this video and it's more curated now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to start linking with certain brands that I've been focused on for a certain while you know what I mean like it's more curated yeah and it's more cohesive with my team photography I'm just out there
0: yeah and it sounds like you're you're open to challenging yourself to new things too because absolutely yeah it's like you're you're great at video but it's like wait this photography world's a whole new animal for me to a whole new animal yeah yeah for sure and
1: it's wild and like even in the video world like you know I've been doing a lot of music stuff I'm just I'm gonna stay doing music stuff it's been super intrigued through photography in the fashion world like Uh right now I'm trying to do lookbooks. Mm. like i really want to be doing amazing short film lookbooks where like you can be shooting with people real people doing real things mm. with real feelings and emotions and have fire brands in it so it's not like a crazy the one thing i don't like is a commercial that we watch and you know someone's selling you something mm. i don't like that mm. but like a lot of good editorial pieces that are out there have the brands everywhere in it but it's not Trying to sell you it, it's yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's there because like they're they're putting up the bread for it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's also something else there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. you take all those brands away, they could be wearing no brand clothes. That's still a, an amazing piece amazing. by itself. Yeah. It stands alone. Mm-hmm. You know what i mean and that's like one of those things where like i personally like it's a a video i did with dang Mm -hmm. called live colorful yeah yeah
0: yo for those who don't know who is dang just so
1: that dang is one of the most talented well-rounded amazing people i've ever met in my life he's a model he's a creative he's a stylist he's a he's the dude like i I don't know i don't know how to explain dang other than then meet him for yourself and Mm. you will literally know instantaneously he's just a warm heart yeah. Like he Just super talented And like he's literally Conquering everything right now So it's like You know Dang's one of those people That I linked with Super athletic Loves soccer And he's like You know He's modeled for pff, Numerous brands From Yeezy To, to I don't even yo know, Everything yeah. Yeah. Like Dang is the face For everything If mm. you really need him to be Because he's just So distinct and unique And he's just Amazing to work with mm. Amazing work ethic But I got to shoot a video With him And it's like you know it stands alone it was like dang doing what he loves playing soccer I linked up with him and it was just us running around the city you know yeah. for him to go link up with some friends and we ended up linking with 424 on it after the fact like yeah. and that's one of those things we did it had no idea what was going to come with it he happened to be wearing a jersey from 424 that was a collab with Adidas and then we spanked the logo on it <laughs> and they threw it on their website for a year
0: yeah yeah
1: shout yeah. out to the guys at 424 Diego and Alex
0: yeah it's crazy man and I actually remember uh, coming over to the house that that the crew used to live at. You guys were all watching the video. And like just to see people's reaction to the video was like impactful, man. Like people like really connected with it. And like you said before, it's like there could have been no brands in that, no anything. Nothing. And that still would have been a super strong piece. You know? And like that and that's that's the sign of like a true, like great creative work. It's like strip everything away, all, all the extra stuff, quote unquote. And uh, does the piece have, like, feet? Does it have legs to it? And, and you create those type of pieces, man, for sure.
1: Appreciate it, man. And yeah. That means a lot, for real, especially mm. coming from you, man. Because <laughs> I know you be, like, talking with tons of people. Mm. You know all the illest creatives <laughs> in the city. You're talking to all of them, mm. getting them captured. Mm. So it's like having people like you around the city, tastemakers, and putting the right people on and, like, giving a voice to people that normally can't reach to, like, mm. reach... You know, thousands of people. If I want to,
0: yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's great. You know, and I really appreciate it. And I don't ever do this because there's not many people I want to have this conversation with. Because mm. sometimes it's just stupid questions. Some people are just they don't they don't know the direction where it's going, and it's kind of just like for the hype. When, when we met, it was super like you busted your balls that day, dude. Like <laughs> when you asked me to do this, I was like a hundred percent down. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, this yeah, is man. the guy. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, not even doing this. You know All what right, I mean? Like, right. Yo, Todd. If you guys need tires <laughs> for anything, fire! <laughs> Shit. Nah, no. Nah, thank you, man. Like that means a lot to hear
0: coming from you, man. Absolutely, and, man. You yeah. were awesome on set. <laughs> like,
1: come on. You could tell me you were full model mode and I would believe it, man. Mm. You could be doing that all the time. That was great. You were you were super intense, man. Comparable to like even the guys working on the Nike sets, you were mm. you were going ham. Thank you, man. Of Thank course. you. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, like we're all working to, to accomplish our goals. We're all trying to achieve our dreams. And when people can recognize that in others, like that means a lot because sometimes like we do so much work and it goes unrecognized. And, uh, like, that's part of the reason why I started doing these episodes, because, like, I have so many amazing creative people in my life that, you know, they may get some recognition, but they they have a story as well. And you have an amazing story, man. So I I really want people to hear it and to connect and learn from it, you know, because it means a lot for people to hear it, man.
1: Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. For real. I mean, it's like having this conversation with you it's like i end up thinking about things i haven't thought about in a while and it's it's beneficial for me you know what i mean to have these discussions and be able to like recap you know what's happened in the past year what's happened in the past two years what's happened in the past five years you know what i mean yeah it's super interesting and it's 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 opening my mind and hopefully it opens up other people's minds like you know like things take time but as long as you have a good feeling and it's in your gut that, like, you really love it and it's a passion and you think there's something that can come from it in a beneficial way that's going to help you live your life, what's stopping you? Right, go for we're, it. We're in this new generation. We're living in a renaissance. Like, mm. it's been said before. You know it's a true. Yeah. Like, we're living in a creative renaissance. There's never been a time where there's been so many creatives that have this urge and need to have an output. Mm. Everyone needs to have a label think about it with social media what are you you don't just put it's you have something in your bio yeah whether you do this you're an artist you're that whatever it is you're doing something right. which is a good and a bad thing you know what i mean i think it helps people try to find a focus and like try to be able to like give themselves something to work work towards you know what i mean but you know i think it also puts people in a box and makes people not want to like explore the thing so it's like you know, take risks, mm. do whatever you're feeling, man. If you're feeling something new, go for it. And yeah, just no, no holding back. It's not even worth it. We're, we're way too young. Like yeah, I, I'm 25 and I still feel hella young. Right. I'm not yeah. feeling that old yet. Not at all,
0: man, nah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm living to, in it, bro.
1: I'm, I'm doing what I want. I'm really happy. And like, I just, i keep meet, meeting great people and mm. I have no, no excuses. That's it, man.
0: So. Nice. So, so what does the future look like for you? The immediate future?
1: The immediate future? Yeah. Projects-wise, or just like what, like in general, like
0: what do you want to do? Like, what are some of the things? Well, you I want just to yeah. Into?
1: I mean, I kind of want to. I really do want to get into fashion films. Like, I kind of want to be doing some standalone pieces where um, I'm kind of not necessarily going to a specific artist, doing something specifically for them for their song. Mm. I'd like to do more content for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to. I want to be a little bit more selfish with it. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. I've been yeah. doing. I've been busting my balls a lot, building a lot of other people's brands. Mm and i think i've i've done a lot of videos for a lot of artists that have Set them on a path Where they can be like Oh this is a cool direction To go with Let me me keep going with this And even with myself I learned something On those sets Through them Like oh this is a cool effect That I really like to do And it's helped Add to my style Through them Yeah So now that I've worked With enough people That I'm not soloed out Like oh James is This guy's person Or this guy I've worked with a lot of people That I I don't think I've pigeonholed myself Right So it's like Now it's time for me Like you're gonna start Seeing a lot more (laughs) JMP That's for real yeah, man, that's yeah. coming right now nice. that's that's happening nice. and like yeah. i have a lot of big things on the horizon and like some of them i can't really talk about and absolutely some of them i can't and it's just like you know like i really 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 am excited to share them with everyone and it's stuff that i've put, been putting a little bit more effort into in the longer term things you know like i'm saving mm. things now i'm that's not just it. dropping it right you know right. what i mean right. i've been really really eager the past few years mm. just to get stuff out and now i'm starting to curate a little bit more mm. Mm-hmm. and be more established and know what I kind of want. So, Comfortable in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice, so, man. I don't know, man. I'm super excited. Got a lot of cool stuff coming up soon. Brand-wise, music-wise, fashion-wise. Nice. And, uh, yeah. We're ready for it, man. We're ready for it. I'm excited for the world to see.
0: Yeah, bro. So this has been The Open Canvas with an amazing brother, JMP. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me, Tosh. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Yo, part. you killed it, dude. Like. <laughs> to find out more about The Open Canvas hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, TajTaj.opencanvas at gmail.com.
1: This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.